lover's blues sometimes, maybe. But suddenly get child. Disgusting. Lovers say the truth. You are now Lovers walk along every night. Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome to another edition of Insightful Discussions. I'm your host, Dr. Bryant, bringing you another insightful topic. Uh, today should be an interesting one, family. Uh, we had a legendary moment last night. We had something that happened within the culture that has never happened before. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking about Jeezy versus Gucci. I know, I know, I it's just a little different from the things that I normally talk about, but I got to talk about this. I have to talk about this. You know, we grew up on Gucci, uh, freshman year, sophomore year, going to the parties. We grew up on Jeezy. Uh, even in high school, Jeezy, we getting suspended for having the snowman's t-shirts on. It was incredible. It was amazing. You know, I was excited. I was actually really, really happy I was able to, to witness this and be able to watch it because... I didn't think I was going to watch it or be able to because, for one, it started late. And I had to catch a flight. I was moving around a little bit. But luckily, shout out to Southwest for that amazing Wi-Fi. <laughs> I was able to view the live. But anyway, we're going to really get into it. We're going to really get into it. You know, I'm a fan of both artists. Fan of both artists. Each artist has songs. Each artist has moments and times to where they took me back to. You know, especially, you know, it is different times. I, I can't say going into the battle, I, I favored one over the other. Well, I, I take that back. I, I am, I can't say that now in, in the space that I am in life, I'm more of a Jeezy fan. But I, I can't sit here and say that I don't like both. I'm a fan of both artists, first and foremost. Southern rappers, Atlanta, big, big cultural impact on my youth, growth, and development. But, all right, so let's get into it. Gucci Man LaFleur. Gucci Man LaFleur. Oh, my goodness. How, wh where do I want to start with this guy? Uh, Gucci is probably one of the most disrespectful artists that I've ever had a chance to witness on a versus battle. I mean, complete utter disrespect from jump. And I think that... The people who are a little bit more developed, people who have, you know, stood the test of time, who have grown as individuals, could really respect the way that Jeezy carried himself last night in the battle. And that's the kind of focus I want to have when I speak about this topic, simply because I want to speak about growth. I want to speak about growth and development. I want to speak about maturity. I want to speak about healing. You know, I've really, really been in tune with this healing process for the last couple of years, and we rarely get a chance to merge cultures. We rarely get to see it within our culture at certain levels. Last night versus the platform that Swiss Beats and Timberland created for our musical artists really displayed, to me in my personal opinion, healing, growth, and development at the highest level when it comes from a very, very urban environment and let me tell you what i mean so <laughs> jeezy 
those who who say Jeezy won, and, I, and I'm one of those people who really believe that Jeezy won by a landslide last night. Uh, <laughs> it, it's clear as day. But I will speak to those people. You know, I think that Jeezy handled himself very professionally. He handled himself with, 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 with such control, charisma. He handled himself with, 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 with respect. And you can tell that over the years that he's grown, he's matured, and that he has went through some type of healing process. You know, it was points in times in the battle where certain songs were played and you could just feel the the room get tense. You know, I'm I'm looking at it from my phone, but I can just I can just sense the tense and I can sense the atmosphere that was in that establishment, the the most legendary establishment, Magic City. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that. Magic City is definitely a cultural underpinning of the Atlanta hip hop scene. If you know, you know. If you don't, you know, do your Googles. But <laughs> I will say that those songs, though in, in what we call in our culture this songs, those tracks that were speaking about certain things that were truly, and I do mean truly, disrespectful. You know, we're talking about a loss of life. You know, we're talking about uh, violations to the to the tenth power. And you're telling these things, you're reciting these things in front of another man who comes from the same culture, who's cut from a similar cloth, who's as dangerous as you are or as you are perceived to be. And I just think that that was... It was a clear difference in how the two have carried themselves. I think both men have definitely went through a process of healing, but I think as it relates to society, as it relates to just the ideal sense of maturity, is a clear divide between the two. And let me let me explain. Gucci, let me start with Gucci. You know, I think when we look at these individuals, specifically black men that come from a very urban environment, who come from even sometimes the inner city, and they have a very, 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 very rough upbringing. It's really, really hard to remove yourself from that edge. It's really, really hard to remove yourself from that mindset of survival uh, of the fittest, so to speak. And I think Gucci in itself, he represents a lot of black men in our culture that have done things to provide a way for their families, who've done things to initially, well, survive in general, just to survive. You know, you come from those environments and you're tested and this ideal concept of toughness manifests itself over time. And you're put in situations where you have to constantly prove that toughness. You have to constantly prove that you are who you say you are. And a lot of times in our culture now, we look at hip-hop and rap, we have a lot of rappers who are saying things on songs, who are portraying a lifestyle that they did not really live. And what I can say that Gucci has really lived the things that he says in his rap music. Gucci has really lived the things that, you know, or the image that he portrays to the masses. And I think that, that it was representative last night in how he carried himself. So one of the things that I will say about Gucci, you know, what I can respect, but what I'm also going to critique. I can respect the fact that when I see somebody that I have issues with or when I get an opportunity to confront someone that I have deep, deep feelings about, you take that opportunity. You don't switch up. 
in, in, in today's term <laughs> terms we use, keep that same energy. And Gucci did that. I think this was one of the first times the two have been in the same room and certain songs have been performed. And he was able to look that man, look across from that man and say those songs, those lyrics, word for word, in front of him, in his face. He kept that same energy. Now, it has been 15 to 20-some years that they have had this feud going on. But in the truest sense of being true to yourself and being a living, I guess, example or being true to your words, Gucci did that. In a lot of places, in a lot of environments, that's what people call keeping it real. Keeping it real. And for that, I respect him. He gets the utmost respect for me because, you know, you can have certain people who don't have that same energy. You know, they can make a song about you. They can make social media posts about you. And huh, when y'all in the same room, that energy is a little different. You know, it's a lot of kumbaya, we come in peace. But I think... The most important thing about how Gucci carried himself is that this is what I said, this is what I meant, and I'm saying it to you in your face so you know that I did that. And in a lot of environments, that's commendable, you know? And going back to that urban environment, that is a way of, I, I want to say, solidifying your toughness or solidifying your credibility as who you say you are. If you're a street guy, tough guy, whatever. Now, aside from the praises, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna critique it. And when we talk about growth and development, you gotta look at it from this perspective as well. Gucci has had a rough life. He, he's had a tough life. He's he's in a better place now. You know, he speaks a lot in his interviews about you know prison and how that changed him and how you know he had to be around certain guys that that were that were true killers. That was true criminals and it's no difference regardless of who you think you are in the streets when you're put in those environments where you're around people who are exactly like you or worse you got to stand true to who you are and a lot of people don't really come back from that and he said that really saved his life you know a lot of people joke and say this is clone gucci but if you look at the the time and the changes that were made over that point in time when he was in bondage you see some of his growth and development. Physically, he is a different guy. He kicked the habit of drugs. He kicked the habit, his addiction to a variety of drugs. Meth promethazine and codeine. In the streets, they call it syrup. <laughs> you know? He, he kicked his, his pill habit. Uh, I believe alcohol. Amongst other things. And physically, you can see it. You can see the difference in his appearance. And I think that it, I would be remiss not to acknowledge that part of his growth and development. Even mentally, I think that he he said in an interview with Charlemagne, the God, that uh, he did a lot of wrong. And I think that he has always been in a space of acknowledging his growth post-prison. Post He's been acknowledging his wrongdoings in life. And I think that we need to be able to champion that. We need to be able to acknowledge that for what it is because growth looks different in everybody it, it looks different and i think that even though he has grown he still has a few areas where he needs to improve on and don't get me wrong nobody's perfect 
Nobody's going to always say the right things. Nobody's going to always have the words and the phrases and the tone and the look behind it. So I get it. I get it. But he was true to who he is. Yes, he's grown. Yes, he's developed in certain areas. Yes, he, he, he is different physically and somewhat mentally. But he is true to who he is, who he's always said he was. And I think that, in all fairness, last night, Gucci was just keeping it real. <laughs> and, and, and the comedic guy, Dave Chappelle, he has a, a skit. We had a skit back in the day said, when keeping it real goes wrong. And though I don't think it went fully wrong for Gucci, I just think that in this moment, keeping it real, it's almost as if like his stock dropped. Because in this versus battle, if, it, if you've been following the verses, it's not more so about you know actually battling the person or the artist per se. It's about battling the, the 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 songs, the artistry, the music, and being able to capitalize on the the variations of music, sounds, and wordplay, all that good stuff. It, it really is about the art and the music. But these two figures, their their backstory is is so it's it's so much heavier than the average artists that go on that show and, and display their talents on that platform. This is really, it was really about culture. Truly about culture. And I think that the way that Jeezy handled himself last night in hearing a song that was directed to one of his, 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 his friends from back in the day being killed or uh, just utter disrespect from Gucci, I think the way that he carried it, it was in a way that just, it, it made Gucci look immature. It made Gucci look as if he was, you know, not in a a good place when it came to the things of old. And I know, I know. And, and culturally speaking, it's hard to come back from some of those things. If, you, if you're really into, I'm not going to go into detail about, you know, what happened back in the day or the stories that we, we all have heard. But it's hard to get over those things. It's hard to move on when, you know, You've been put in a certain situation where it's life or death. So I get it. But I think if you identify with Jeezy, like myself, if you identify with Jeezy in this battle, you too have been through things. You too have had to grow from things. You've had to, you know, be the more mature person in a lot of situations. And you see the value of life. And you see that when life goes on, you're just in a different space. I'm sure we all have high school friends that we had a falling out or, we had people in our families that we really don't talk to anymore because of whatever happened. And it's like years pass, and you're just in a different space. And it's like when you see that person, it's like, oh, yeah, I know what happened, but I'm not even on that type of time no more. That doesn't make you any less of a, of a man or woman or whatever you claim to be. That truly means that you have grown past whatever that discrepancy was. And that's okay. It's, oh, it's truly okay. And I think we were able to see that in two black men. And and though we're going to make, you know, some of us may make Gucci the villain and and, and Jeezy the hero. But in, in essence, I don't really look like that. I think that we, we were able to see two men who are in different spaces of healing. Two black men that were in different spaces of healing and growth and development. You know? I think Jeezy is a... Uh, Definitely in with the times of 
the the culture shift of where we are trying to go. Like we're not we're not being as materialistic as we once were. Yes, we want nice things. Yes, we want to look good. Yes, we want to have you know decent clothes, really really nice looking clothes. But we also want things that appreciate and value. So one of the more memorable moments in the battle, you know, Gucci was like, you know, uh, my my outfit costs ten thousand dollars. Look at my opponent. <laughs> and, you know, Jesus' response was, you're right. I, I don't have a $10,000 outfit on, but I do own half of Atlanta. Let's have a real estate battle. You know, Gucci was talking about jewelry and, and, and materialistic things, clothes. And Jesus was talking about, you know, I have properties. I have real estate, you know, ownership, true ownership. And I think that just ment- mentally... Gucci, where, where, where Jeezy's at is a space where a lot of black intellects, but also just black people in general, are moving towards because we're starting to see the importance of life. Ownership, having things, you know, being able to have something to pass down of true value. But we're moving away from a lot of the things that don't really mean nothing after we buy them. You know, I don't, and maybe Gucci didn't, you know, think about it from that perspective. Everybody has two different mindsets. I, and I truly believe the battle was definitely calculated on, on Jeezy's part. You could tell by the lineup of songs and the responses. But I think that also displays a level of maturity as well. Never going into a situation where you're not prepared for. Prior planning prevents piss poor performance. If you, if, if, think about it from this perspective. In an emotional song, like truth. If Jeezy did not prepare himself mentally to receive or to hear those words, it could have been ugly. <laughs> it truly could have been ugly. It could have been a situation where we casualties happen. It could have been a situation where, you know, you let your emotions take control and overshadow the bigger picture. As he said, you know, this this opportunity to for them to come together on that platform wasn't about them. It was about the the youth and the younger generation of rappers and entertainers that are coming after them. You know, we, I think, I seen a post on social media this morning that said a thousand rappers have died in 2020. Now, that's a lot. Now, I don't know if that to be true, but I know mainstream artists, definitely a lot has have passed. You know, I wasn't the, the, I wasn't up on King Von, but... My niece, nephew, and a lot of the younger generation in my family, they were. You know, Pop Smoke, I was just getting on to him. Mo3, I wasn't really on to him, but I, a lot of people in my, you know, hometown, they listened to him. They really liked him as an artist. No, not even just passing. You got to think about the violence level that's going on in our hip-hop culture. You know, we got NBA Youngboy. We got... The Rondo kid, and it's it's a lot of, of of you know gang culture and stuff going on that really spills over from the streets into the entertainment world. And I think that if we are who the, the people who are in their late twenties, early thirties, we really got to, got a chance to understand and see the growth and development of two major artists in our culture. We we lost two Biggie and Pac that we hear about all the time, and in a lot of respects, I know people don't like to com- like comparisons, but I'm going to make this comparison. You know, you have Biggie and Pac, two of the most iconic 
hip hop rap figures that we have within our culture, had within our culture. If you look at the microcosm of how that trickles down within our environments and our culture, they may not be on the same national level as Biggie and Pac, but they may be the neighborhood level. You got two artists that come from the same neighborhood, they rivals. They going back and forth with each other. The crews getting into fights. Somebody gets shot here. Somebody gets shot there. That's a casualty. It might not have the same national impact that Biggie and Pac does, but in the neighborhood, it does. You know, I look. I'm looking on social media now. King Von is. He had an impact in his city. You know, he was his his community, his environment was really impacted. And I think the bigger issue, like I'm seeing a lot of people who are saying. Jesus should have did this. I would have did that, that, that. And I'm like, growth and development. It's a bigger picture in all of this. And at some point, culturally, we got to be able to focus on the bigger picture. If you can't understand the value of life, you'll never understand being able to let certain situations go. You'll never understand the power of moving on and seeking true peace. Because once we start to seek true peace, we gain understanding of all that transpires in life. And the beauty of that, man, the beauty of being able to see them get on stage and end the show playing So Icy. And we all we all love So Icy. Come on, man. We all love So Icy. I remember singing that in high school, rapping that in high school, you know? So it's like one of those things, man, where you see two powerhouses, two two major energies within our culture set aside differences to be present and for us to actually see that. You know, that's something that's ingrained in our memories forever. You know, this made singing in. I'm going to let that sizzle. <laughs> in the words of my, my brother Country Wayne, <laughs> I'm going to let that sizzle in your spirit for a minute. The versus battle was on CNN. Legendary. <laughs> this is legendary. We talking about from the trap, from the sticks, from nothing. Like, from the neighborhood. Man, That I, if you don't understand how monumental that was, I, I really truly don't know what to tell you. But I just had to come on here and really speak about Growth and development. I think that, you know, for within for our culture, it's good to see black, tough, you know, men who've been through things get in front of the world and put their differences aside for a bigger cause. And it, we can get into the whole conversation about who won and who didn't win and if Gucci would have placed his songs right, if he would have played this song or that song, if Jeezy didn't play... Uh, uh, geeked up, Jesus didn't play, my president's black, geek, he didn't play. It, it don't matter. Bigger picture. I truly enjoyed it. I truly enjoyed the, the battle. I definitely did. You know, you know, my fiance was just getting on me. We were on the plane. She was like, turn it on airplane mode. <laughs> I, did, I did not want to do it because I didn't want to miss a second of the battle, man. It, it was truly amazing. But my my job here today is to just get you to see a different side of what took place last night. Yes, it was legendary. Yes, it was for the streets. Yes, it was for the culture. And if you're not from that environment, you may not get it. You may not understand it. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe that just wasn't for you, and that's cool. You know, a lot of us have 
you know, a background that we come from that we make it out of. And we can't look down on, you know, that from which we come from. You know, a lot of us come from those environments where we have cousins who, or, or family sisters, brothers, mothers, fathers, uncles, family members who was involved in, in, in some, some activities that were, <laughs> weren't so safe. But at the end of the day, if you can pull yourself up and come from that, you, you, can, you can truly identify with the struggle. You can identify with your people, and you can put on for your culture. That's why I respect both of those guys. Most definitely respect Big Snow for putting it on and showing you that you, you got to get out here and hustle and get what you want out of life. And I'm going to end with this. Like that, That's the biggest thing I got from it. Like Listening to, to Jeezy over the years, it just taught me that you got to hustle, man. It don't matter what situation you're in. It don't matter what you don't have. You got to take what you do have and, and, and put your mind to it. Put a plan together. Get to it. Get out there and hustle. Go get it. And it ain't, and, it, and people think that you you have when when you talk about hustling, it's it's a legal activity. Nah, it, hustling is just you having the will and desire to go out here and, and get it and make something out of nothing. You can be selling apples, and if you pushing your apples in <laughs> on this street, that street, at that market, trying to get them in that store, you hustling. If you a student and you writing papers and you you trying to go to conferences, you making presentations here you working with this professor you you writing you're you're putting yourself out there you are hustling if you a stylist and you you you're going to to walmart target you're going to you know fleet like whatever like you're going to you know the thrift store you putting looks together you putting those pictures on your instagram and you you putting it together you making looks you're hustling don't never let nobody box you in. Don't let, never let nobody shame you for where you come from, what culture you identify with. And also remember growth. Growth takes time. Growth takes experiences. And none of us are removed from this thing called life. So I've been talking for a minute. <laughs> I'm about to uh, close this out, man. But I really appreciate y'all you know, listening. And hopefully you get something from it. Hopefully my message was conveyed in a way that was digestible. And uh, that was also informative. You know, I, I like to teach and entertain but this topic was definitely one i felt like i can merge the two with and um if you haven't done so please go to amazon purchase my book healing over time except identify and release it's on amazon right now go search it purchase it leave me a review but until next time peace and blessings